Hi everyone and happy Saturday. I want to first thank you for your support. Um, your support, it means a lot to me. Um, I thank you and I will pray, pray that God blesses you for um, your kindness and your support towards this ministry. Um, I ask that you uh, pass around these messages, especially those who live in foreign countries, so that people can hear the gospel of this message, of these messages. Okay, so today we are in 1 Kings chapter 12, verses 1 through 33. Israel rebels against Rehoboam. And then we'll read about golden calves in Bethel and Dan. And then we'll head off to our New Testament reading. Okay, so Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all the Israelites had gone there to make him king. When Jeroboam, son of Nebat, heard this, he was still in Egypt, where he had fled from King Solomon. He returned from Egypt, so they sent for Jeroboam, and he and the whole assembly of Israel went to Rehoboam and at and said to him, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but now lighten the harsh labor and the heavy yoke he put on us, and we will serve you. Rehoboam answered, Go away for these days, and then come back to me. Go away three days, and then come back to me. Sorry about that. So the people went away. Then King Rehoboam consulted the elders who had served his father Solomon during his lifetime. How would you advise me to answer these people? He asked. They replied, If today you were... You will be a servant to these people and serve them and give them a favorable answer. They will always be your servants. But Rehoboam rejected the advice the elders gave him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him and were serving him. He asked them, What is your advice? How should we answer these people who say to me, Lighten the yoke your father put on us? The young men who had grown up with him replied, Tell these people who have said to you, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but make our yoke lighter. Tell them, My little finger is thicker than my father's waist. My father laid on you a heavy yoke. I will make it even heavier. My father scorched you with whips, but I, I will scorch you with scorpions. Three days later, Jeroboam and all the people returned to Rehoboam, and the king had said, Come back to me in three days. The king answered the people harshly, rejecting the advice given him by the elders. He followed the advice of the young men and, and said, My father made your yoke heavy, and I will make it even heavier. My father scorched you with whips, and I will scourge you with scorpions. So the king did not listen to the people, for this turn of events was from the Lord, to fulfill the word that the Lord had spoken to Jeroboam, son of Nebat, through Ahijah the Shilonite. When all Israel saw that the king refused to listen to them, they answered the king, What share do we have in David? What part in Jesse's son? To your tents, O Israel, look after your own house, O David. So the Israelites went home, but as for the Israelites who live, who were living in the towns of Judah, Rehoboam still ruled over them. King Rehoboam sent out 
Adonim Aram, who was in charge of forced labor, but all Israel stoned him to death. King Rabom, however, managed to get into his chariot and escape to Jerusalem. So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. When all the Israelites heard that Jeroboam had returned, they sent and called him to the assembly and made him king over all Israel. Only the tribe of Judah remained loyal to the house of David. When Rehoboam arrived in Jerusalem, he mustered the whole house of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin, 180,000 fighting men, to make war against the house of Israel and to regain the kingdom of Rehoboam, son of Solomon. But the word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God. Say to Rehoboam, son of Solomon, king of Judah, to the whole house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people, this is what the Lord says. Do not go up to fight against your brothers, the Israelites. Go home, every one of you, for this is my doing. So they obeyed the word of the Lord and went home again, as the Lord had ordered. Golden Calves at Bethel and Dan Then Jeroboam fortified Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim and lived there. From there he went out and built up Peniel. Peniel. Just a second. Jeroboam thought to himself, the kingdom will now likely revert to the house of David. If these people go up to offer sacrifices at the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem, they will regain, again give their allegiance to their Lord, Rehoboam, king of Judah. They will kill me and return to King Rehoboam. After seeking advice, the king made two golden calves. He said to the people, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. One he set up in Bethel and the other in Dan, and this thing became a sin. The people went even as far as Dan to worship the one there. Jeroboam built shrines on high places and appointed priests from all sorts of people, even though they were not Levites. He insulted, instituted a festival on the 15th day of the 8th month, like the festival held in Judah, and offered sacrifices on the altar. This he did in Bethel, sacrificing to the calves he had made. And at Bethel he also installed priests at the high places he had made. On the 15th, 50, 58th day of the 8th month, a month of his own choosing, he offered sacrifices on the altar he had built at Bethel. So he instituted the first the festival for the in Israelites and went up to the altar to make offerings. Let's go ahead and uh, head to the New Testament. This is your New Testament reading. This is uh, James chapter 3, verses 1 through um, 18. And this is, the first part is taming of the tongue. Let's begin the scripture. Not many of you should presume to be teachers, my brothers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways. If anyone is never at fault in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to keep his whole body in check. When we put 
bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great force is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire, and is, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man. But no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the, dung, with the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing my brothers. The, the, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? Both brothers, can, my brothers, can a fig tree bear olives, or a grapefruit bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Two kinds of wisdom. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you, you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from the heaven, but in earthly and spiritual and of the devil. For there, for there, where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you have disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. Then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy, and good full fruit, impartial and sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace, raise a harvest of righteousness. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just pray for everyone who listens to this message. I just pray that you bless them, Lord God, that you bless them with, what, with their daily bread, Lord, and that you keep them safe from the enemy, from Satan, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.